What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 56 of the Get Your Gear Podcast. Bringing you the hot takes, latest stories, and spicy picks on New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by yours truly, Ag Rosani, Joy Sarah, Mandaga Cunningham, Alex Reach, and Sam Morell. You can listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at GetAGameRP. And for that said, it's time to get a game on. <laughs> Yo, guys, we have a new theme song for the holiday season. I I, I, I did not approve of this, but... I did not approve of that either. Alex, Adam Grassani, douchebag Adam Grassani, who's a dickhead. Alex, did you approve of it? <laughs> yes. Ah, so it's a tie, and as the founder, I have I I breaking rules. So damn, it sounds like the rockets on steroids. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm, but yeah, I'm, 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 don't worry, guys. Don't worry, rock guys. You gonna put this, Jingle Bell Rock? If you, yeah, if you, if you, you get, don't worry, don't worry, guys. We will be switching back to our regular theme song once the holiday season is over. So. Sam and Michael don't have a stroke. It's only just for the next month or so. For our next listen, six or seven listen, episodes. listen. The past <laughs> two weeks I haven't been here, so I'm not dead. But listen, that song may make me dead this this episode. <laughs> and this will be a well, hey guys, against Christmas. Hey guys, it's the holiday season. Get in the spirit, my boy. Same with you, Michael. It's time to get in the spirit. Adam, I got the You can't use the oh, no Christmas until after Thanksgiving excuse. Thanksgiving just passed. You can't use that excuse anymore. Technically, we're still Adam. in November. We're still in November. Christmas doesn't start until December. <laughs> Adam, I'm letting you know I'm not in the Christmas spirit just because I got done acting, acting in a play where I kill my son. So. Damn. Hey, I got pussy today, so something is good. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to tell me about, about that play a little bit. All right. All right. Oh, wait, right now. Yeah. Right right now, give it, give us a Cliff Notes version. Cliff Notes version. Oh, a Cliff Notes version. So basically, I'm abusive father. I abuse everyone. Um, my son turns into a bug. What the? I try to kill my son multiple times. And overall, just I'm a total douchebag and an asshole the entire time. Which, if you know, if you know who I am in person, I am none of that. I am a very nice uh, person. I'm a very Mike. I'm a very Michael. I'm a very nice person. Mike, I'm sorry. I, I will defend nice Sam here. He's a, he's a, I, I will completely back you up there. Sam. Like, yeah, I'm an extremely nice person. So if you saw me in this play. You would think I'm someone completely different. Sam's a dick, but he's a good dick. <laughs> no, no, Mike. You know what was really funny? After my first show, I just um, go into the cafeteria that me and you were at when you visited. <laughs> and there was people there. They were so scared to actually say to me that I did a good job because they thought I was like my character and I would yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Sam is a big old teddy bear, but he's ugly too, but it's okay. 
<laughs> so I'm Sam, cool. I'm guessing you didn't enjoy um your villain arc, huh? Oh no, I loved it. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, okay. All right, it was boy, really funny when I would walk yeah, out yeah, and yeah. I would take my bow and everyone would be like, You you're an amazing actor, you did amazing. I fucking hated you. And I'm like, my last never... bow. exactly, exactly. Like if you're playing like that type of you know villainous role role, like and mm-hmm. people hate you, then it means you did a good job. Exactly. That's why I was like, oh my god, I've never been more happy for people to say they hate me more in my life sam i hate you <laughs> sam i hate you too we all hate you sam sam i hate, I you. I hate you, you terrible terrible volleyball more. player don't <laughs> jump and have an ass <laughs> all right guys but you know who i hate more than sam you know who i hate you- more than sam carlos correa Close. I mean, yes, but not who I was thinking. Not who I was um, thinking. Who, the, the coach, um, the Garrett, the coach of the Giants, Jason Garrett. Basically, Jason Garrett? The, the New York Giants. Let's just say the New York Giants. Um, they uh, they played in Monday Night Football and they got blown up by Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I, I got I got a take here, guys. And I don't know if you guys are going to disagree. But, with I mean, this. The, don't don't wait. Just a quick question. I I'm, I just want to make sure I'm not thinking of the wrong team. Okay. The Buccaneers, there they have Tom Brady, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't thinking the wrong thing real quick. Okay, okay. But guys, I have I have a um take here. I'm not sure if you guys are gonna agree with this, but I'm gonna say out of all the uh, New York teams, or uh, uh, L, out of all the TC other uh, uh, I mean we're a New York, New Jersey, Philly sports podcast, out of all of those teams. I would make the argument that the New York Giants are in the worst situation out of all of them. What about the Jets? Jets. Here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up, Michael. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, the Jets suck, but at least you have something to look for to like um be kind of be optimistic about with um Zach Wilson and, and oh, Douglas and, and Robert Sala. Like, like this is a new regime that um they are taking and also a the other on, quarterback on. that replaced um Zach, who's the other quarterback? Well, that well Mike Zach White, again? but he's gone. He's like 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 but he, yeah, he's but out he's for the season, gone. but he's gonna be back next season probably. And he's probably probably probably. Why would you get rid of him? Because the Jets because they already have yeah. I mean, we discussed this like I think on our last episode where where they were they especially for Joe Flacco. I'm like what. Yeah, we discussed that last episode. Episode, right? but getting back to that point, at least you have something. You know, you the Jets at least have. We what, what would we say are the three most important like positions like uh, of a football organization? Quarterback, general manager, coach, and quarterback. The Jets at least have um something promising with um all three of them. They have they at least have three guys with potential in those roles. What does the Giants have in those three roles? You got Daniel Jones, the quarterback, who like. I said before, like, I've been, like, a defender of Daniel Jones, but... He's overrated. Here's here's the thing about Daniel Daniel Jones. It's exactly exactly what we said before, or Sam. Like, you nailed it on the head. Like, he's good at a lot of things, but he's great at at nothing. Is he a bad quarterback? No, no. No, But but is he a a quarterback that's going to, you know, um, 
elevate your franchise. I'm sorry, I don't see it. No, because the, the, no, that's why I was like, that's why I said before. Like, for example, with the Ravens, you have um, wait. Actually, first I'm going to go to the Chiefs. Then I want to go to my Ravens. For the Chiefs, for example, you have um, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, in terms of running, is eh, kind of decent, not really that good. But in terms of throwing, we know what he can do. Yeah. He, he, can, he can throw the football with the best of them. Then we go to the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. In terms of throwing the ball, he can throw the ball. He's not bad at throwing the ball. But what is Lamar Jackson really good at? Running the ball. That's where he shines. Daniel Jones is kind of like, he's kind of good at this. He's kind of good at that. But there's nothing we look at him and say, oh, yeah, he's amazing at that. Exactly. That's the problem. Exactly. But what about Jason Garrett? I thought Jason Garrett was, like, you know. Uh, Sam, have you, Sam, have you ever heard me praise Jason Garrett on this show outside of like a handful of times where he had good games? No, that's what I'm that saying. Was a bad fire for the for, for Hold on. Again, like, let me get back to what I was saying. Like, obviously, they, obviously, like, they don't have really anything at quarterback. At head coach, Joe Judge, you know, it's kind of in the same situation as Daniel Jones. Like, is he, do I think he's a bad head coach? No, but do I think he's like, like, do I think he's the solution he's the going answer. forward? I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm, I'm skeptical about Joe Judge, and do not even get me started about Dave Gellman. Do I even get me started? I mean, I could rant for hours. Um, there's a um. Have you ever seen um? We're gonna. I mean, I think we have Christmas. We talk. Have you ever saw Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas? Yeah. And they are and the three um, and who we doing? Louis walk into Sands workshop and they see Sands list. And mm-hmm. how big it is, how long it is. That's the list of things Ralph Dave Gellman. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, but as you mentioned before, I'm glad you brought this up, Sam. The Giants have fired um offensive coordinator Jason Garrett. And, and it obviously time. was the right move. It obviously was the right move. You've heard me before of how, of how boring and how vanilla the Giants' offense was under Jason Garrett. Like, you I don't even need to begin to rant about that. You can just go listen to our previous episodes before you hear me rant about that. Who knows? Again. Maybe Jason Garrett will join the Dallas Cowboys again. Hallelujah. And I'll be a happy man. You'll be happy that your team gets worse. No, no, we, we have still the best record in the MC East. We lost a couple of games, you know, no biggie. No, we had an upset. Team... Never do well in Thanksgiving. The Cowboys, we always Mike, suck at Thanksgiving. Mike, give your team Jason Garrett. I promise you, you'll lose the next four out of five games. Here's the thing: we always lose the Thanksgiving game. That's how we always do. And then we're December like the Jets comes on you guys have to lose. We always lose that game. We always lose. Yeah, and be, and when you guys under Jason Garrett, you guys he's always he's lost he's December he's games. He's we we won a lot of games. On the, damn, I'm watching this Duke game, man. Being a being a Blue Devils fan, yeah, it's pretty sick. All right, anyway, what's your But getting back to it, I mean, it was the right move to well for Jason Garrett. I mean, I, for all reasons I feel for. But guys, if they similar to um how we we said before about the Yankees, where oh Aaron Boone is not the only problem, like he's a problem, he's not the only problem. It's the same thing as Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett can't be like um 
like a thing where oh he was the problem he's a scapegoat get rid of him everything's gonna be all right no no this team needs to clean house they need to clean up from top to the bottom dave gelman and his dinosaur whatever um taking a running back at two overall of self needs to go Mm-hmm. Joe Judge has to be in the hot seat. Dave Get I mean I just said Dave Gellman. Daniel Jones has to be on the hot seat. I mean Dave Gellman does have to be in the hot seat as well. He doesn't need to be in the hot seat. He needs to be gone. Adios. He said four I'm, I'm, I'm tired of thinking about oh look at all oh, Dave Gellman has made some good moves. Look at Leonard Williams. Look at Kader, look at um Kenny Galladay. Look at how he did in the draft. Look at Andrew Tuss. Yes, he has made some good moves. I'll give you that. But he's made way more bad moves than good moves. Can we all agree there? He's <laughs> made way more bad moves. The draft is Saquon Barkley. Like overall, yes, Saquon Barkley's a um, spectacular talent. No one's denying that. But you draft a running back second overall when you're not a good team and you're not running back away from um, competing. That's number one. Obviously, a Daniel Jones pick is looking like um not looking good right now. That's all we're gonna say. It's not looking good. Like, like look back at that entire uh, twenty eighteen draft. Let's go back to that entire twenty eighteen draft. Obviously, I have Zico Barkley, who uh, I've complained about the. I've just said my opinion on that pick. Will Hernandez has as anyone see Will? What we've said for what Will Hernandez is supposed to be like um. When the Giants were spread, a lot of rumors that they were a trade back and draft a Quinn Nelson, who's a beast right now with the Colts. We everyone thought that um, Will Hernandez could be like um, on that slay level. Ha! Ha! He's nowhere close. Let's see, BJ Hill, where's he been? Where's he been? Lorenzo Carter, where's he's been? Kyle Oletta, he was a backup quarterback. He's currently, I have no idea where he is right now. Odell Beckham Jr., would you put him in that type of category or no? Well, he wasn't in the 2018 draft, so he wasn't drafted. Oh, yeah, that's true. So. No, you're talking about the 2018 draft, my bad. Yeah, that draft, that draft honestly might go down as like one of the worst Giants draft classes in in a, in a long time. And and what even then, look at some draft of his other picks. Look, let's look at some of his other picks. Like, I'll just mentioned Daniel Jones. I said for – um. I forget his name. Who's their nose tackle? Who's their defensive lineman? Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is a fine player. I said for he's a fine interior defensive lineman. Guys, you do know that Montez Sweat was available at that pick. Who's killing it right now um, for the Washington football team? Who would you rather have, Dexter Lawrence or Montez Sweat? I would easily take Montez Sweat. Well, here's the thing: if they had Montez Sweat, I don't think Monte would be where he is right now. Let's just be real. I think the Giants would have ruined his career pretty easily. Exactly. exactly. And, that, and that's the point, Sam. That's why I will see DeAndre Baker out right I mean I mean I mean I mean first like they saw you as um doing robbery, then he turned out to be innocent. But even then, even though even though he was even though he was innocent in that case, like there was still that pick was still just a bust. That pick was still Seriously, just a like, bust. And, like, and, like, and and Sam, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's the thing. When, when you mentioned before, uh, oh, if the Giants had drafted Montez Sweat, they would have ruined his career. That's the point. This is not just like, oh, it's a Dave Gillen problem. It's a Daniel Jones problem. Uh, it's a Joe Judge problem. No, it's an organizational problem. 
this they need to completely re- remodel their organization. Yeah, because here here's the thing. It's like okay, they drafted all those players. I think some of them maybe, you know, busts, like actual busts. But let's be real, at least like three or four of them that you just named should have easily had amazing careers. But they were drafted to this organization and this organization ruined them. Like let, let's just be real. Because at least a couple of them, if they went to other organizations, would have been way better. Yeah, I say you got I said for the one the, I think not one of them. The most important part of building like a good football, not just any football, but any sport is you gotta be able to develop players. You've got to be able to develop players. Like is if you can't develop players, then like you're done for. Like just just throwing the towel. You're never gonna get you're not gonna get anywhere like um uh, if you don't if you don't know how to develop. I mean um I, I, I mean I I mean I I I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just like it sucks right now being a Giants. Let's, let's look at how let's look at how inept this franchise has been like um for like the past decade. Let's let's just go back all the way to the past decade. Let's let's go look. Ever since we won the Super Bowl back in like what was it twenty twelve? I was still in high school then. And you so had I the have more, no idea where you were at that time. Yeah, the when just what ever since then, they've had two winning seasons. They've made the playoffs once, and they've won the division zero times. A division that has had has never had a repeat winner. Think about that, guys. The NFC East hasn't had a repeat has never had a repeat winner like in like forever. They've had a repeat winner in forever, and the, and the last time the Giants managed to win the division. Was when he like, was that Super Bowl winning season? That was the last time he to win that division. It has just been, and obviously these past five years speak for themselves. Like what the these past five seasons, they've had the worst record of football, the worst record of football. So I think this, I think if this doesn't give John Mara, the Giants owner, a kick in the you know what, and tell him that hey, like, like you need to start like um. You need to completely tear down and start over. Like you need to get your, you know, you need to get your stuff together. Then I, I, I don't know. What, I don't know. Do you what think? Will. Just a quick question. Do you think this will be as bad as the slump that the Knicks had with James Dolan before they became good, like two years ago? I'm not ready to say that yet, but I'll tell you what, Sam. What I said before, John Mara, the Jazzor. He's starting to approach James Dolan territory. He's not quite as bad. He's not quite there yet, but he's rapidly approaching that territory. All right, all right. He's he's getting there. If if, if I'll tell you what, if he like, let's say he does fire David Gunn, which they they're gonna do. Like if if they don't, I'll be like, but but if they fire David Gunn and then John Mara whiffs on the next GM too, then like. Then he'll reach James Dolan level. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. Like he's that, one bad GM away from becoming James Dolan. Let me just say that. All right. You heard that, Mike? What you said? I oh, said, okay. I said, I said, John Mara, the Giants owner, is one more bad GM away from becoming James Dolan. Yeah, when the Knicks well, suck. You know, when the Knicks suck. Let me explain. James Dolan will never be good. Let's just clear the record. 
James, oh, oh, God, I can have a whole rant on James Dolan. Yeah, because he made the Knicks suck until about a year or two ago. No, here's the thing. He fucked up the whole Kevin Durant deal. Yeah. He's like, he oh, no, I'm going to pay him to sit out a year. Oh, we're not going to pay Kevin Durant to sit down a year, even though Kevin Durant had New York in his destination. James Dolan, you are a P. Oh, Mike, it's, Mike, it's the holidays. Don't don't be upset, Mike. It's the holidays. God watching you today. I'm gonna hold my cool for today. I'm not going. Hey, um, hey, Adam. Remember that day when he said he wasn't gonna sign Kevin Durant, and oh, that yeah. same day he signed Julius Randle, Reggie Bullock, I think Todd Gibson. Please, well, let's, we can't talk trash about you about the US Randall signing anymore. Like, we I can't want, first of all, Randall paid off. Thank you very much. He's we a top we can't, yeah, yeah, Randall paid off. We, we can't trust Randall paid off. He's anymore. a top 30 player off. in the NBA. He's a top 30 player, but yeah, but here's the thing though at the end of the day, like, even with Jewish Randall becoming the stars, Michael, who would you rather have, Jewish Randall or Kevin Durant? Adam. Are we seriously asking that question right now? Exactly. Yeah, because because here's the thing, Mike. Here's the thing you have to realize: if you would have got Kevin Durant, you also would have had Kyrie Irving. That means you also would have had enough pieces to get James Harden, and you would have had DeAndre Jordan come off your bench, and maybe you could have still have gotten a Julius Randle since Julius Randle at that time was seen as a backup. Yeah, so you potentially could. So think about like remember, this. Um, no, no, wait, Adam, Adam, Adam. So yeah, let me let ahead. me just put this in perspective for Mike. You potentially could have had James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Julius um, Julius Randle, and DeAndre Jordan well, as a starting it, lineup. It, it, here's the thing, though: if they had got Katie and Kyrie, they wouldn't have gotten uh, Julius Randle. No, they would have. As a no, as a backup, they would have gotten him. I, I don't think. I, Moving I, I, on before I, I, I lose I don't, my I don't temper. Think so. I think he would have taken more money. Let's move on elsewhere. before I break something. Moving remember, on. I, I remember when they signed to Murray Stoudemire? <laughs> yeah. Adam, Instead of LeBron, can I kill Sam and hide his body? Because I'm no, tempted to murder somebody. I am hey, I'm wearing to... a Nick sweater. Uh-oh. Isn't that wonderful? Sam, go fuck yourself with a oh. giant dildo up your ass. <laughs> I really do. Mike, you did this to yourself. You wanted me to wear a neck sweater. You did this to yourself. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that uh, during our bet segment. You Trust still got to pay your bet. You lost. So I don't care if you wear a neck shirt. You gotta, it's going to be fun. You trashing your Ravens. That that's what I'm saying. I gotta I gotta trash. I gotta trash them. The the we'll get we'll no, get to no, that you know, during our best. No, we'll you don't. Get no, 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 Madam, yeah. but wait before you get to that. You know what's really funny though? Mm-hmm. I'm trashing the Knicks so much just to um get on Mike's nerves. Yet the Knicks are my second favorite team. So yeah. All right. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like we're done talking, Josh. I feel like I said all we could about my, about the Giants. It's just they need to get their they need to get their stuff together. That's all I can really say. But I wish we had Chris on the show. I really wish we had Chris on the show because I was going to ask him a couple of questions about the Chiefs. Guys, you think they've won four straight row? Are the Chiefs back? Are they back to being you know the Chiefs like that we that everyone knew and loved? No, 
I mean, I, I mean, they beat the Giants, which uh, they should. I, mean, I said before they were lucky to win that game. They, then they beat the Packers. It was the game without Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, that's not really an impressive win. But to beat to beat the Raiders, like who, who, who I mean, into the into that game, like the Raiders are seen as like um, a decent team to blow them out, and then to, to beat the Dallas Cowboys, Michael's Dallas Cowboys. I think those are two very those are two very big wins for the about? Chiefs. But, he, but here's here's the thing: it's like the Raiders you and the Chiefs. Waited for me to come back on to say the Cowboys. Hold up, you you a holes waited for me to come back on the cow on the show to say that Bucks Cowboys. So Adam, okay. I didn't yeah. do that. But yeah, wait, I don't Adam. know what kind of conspiracy <laughs> you're. Saying. But yeah, Adam. Here's the thing: you have to remember the Chiefs are still a very good team. So yeah. them versus the Raiders, I would. Put the Chiefs over the Raiders most of the time. I think, and then I think I took again, the Raiders that game. Yeah, but I think then, I did. I think that was yeah. one of my picks, which I'll see then, that didn't work out well. But yeah, continue. and then what's it called? Um, and then like Mike said, the Cowboys are usually cursed on Thanksgiving, so whoever versus the Cowboys is getting an easy win on Thanksgiving. Well, that wasn't the Thanksgiving so. game. That wasn't Thanksgiving game. Just for a record. No, but oh, that for wasn't the Thanksgiving though. game. The Thanksgiving game was the one against the Raiders, which uh, the Cowboys lost too. Yeah, we are cursed. So you lost two in a we row. never win a Thanksgiving game. We are cursed. So you lost. You lost two in a row, and you dare say that your Cowboys are better than my Ravens? Oh, oh wait, did he actually say that? Yes, think- he said. He said many times before that his Cowboys are better than my Ravens. You said, okay. "Wow." They lost twice. In, the Ravens didn't even lose two games in a row. You lost two games in a row. Oh, you tore. Okay, 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 Sam. Okay. Who's you, you, who's gonna be playing football? Play we playing winter football, and who's gonna be playing golf at at, Pebble, at Pebbles Beach this summer? Let's see. It's gonna, gonna be, be you, Michael. Cowboys. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be the Cowboys. It's gonna be the Cowboys. Ravens ain't winning the Super Bowl. Let's just clear that record. Maybe. I'm not saying the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl, hey, but man, I know damn well the Cowboys aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Anything is possible. We all we all know the Giants ain't going to win the Super Bowl. Well, duh. I mean, or the, the Eagles. Yeah, I think that's going. impressive. Or the Eagles well, ain't going to win the Super Bowl either. And the Chiefs aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Or the Ravens. Not, or or the Jets. Or the Cowboys. Maybe so my Cowboys. Maybe we will reign supreme. I oh, maybe thing, maybe, thing, maybe our Ravens. Maybe my Ravens. Here's the thing. Know, the thing. I'm going to say this about the Cowboys. I'm going to say this about the Cowboys, Michael. I think they're a really good team. I think they're one of the better teams in the NFC. Can you, can you preach you that one more time? I think they're one of the better teams in the NFC. Can you say that one more time? Can you say that one more time? No. I went deaf. What, what was that? They are that. one of the best teams in the NFC. All right, just making sure. I heard but, you. Okay. But after these past two losses, like you were saying before, how I've heard some talk. On the, I remember from Michael and other people that they're that they may be the favorites to come out of the NFC. I don't know about that. I would I argue know. that um that there are. I would honestly make the argument that there are currently four teams like. In, in the NFC right now, that I think are more fit for to come out of the NFC than the Cowboys. Who? Who? Uh, Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. Yes. But Aaron Rodgers got COVID, right. so good luck. Um, and he's injured. Good luck. Uh, Next. All right. The Buccaneers, I would, I would still take over the. Oh, the Buccaneers, I would definitely take over. 
the uh, Dallas Cowboys. The Arizona Cardinals. That's three. Let's see if Kyler Murray chokes. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Los Angeles Rams. What? Los Angeles you, Rams. You picked the Rams at a. Yeah. Yeah, I, I picked the Rams. Okay, you lost me at the Rams, Adam. I was Adam, I was going to talk so much trash. You lost me at the Rams. <laughs> Adam, I don't think the I, Rams. I don't think that's outrageous. The Rams, all three of those teams right now have better records than the Cowboys. Adam, the records the don't matter. Records, exactly. Bill Parcells disagrees. Well, yeah, Adam, re- that's records, the dumbest thing you said. Records don't. Records don't. Records don't matter. That's that's like saying, oh yeah. Just because the Warriors right now have the best record, that means they're winning the championship. Like that's that's false. Adam, that's the dumbest thing I've heard you say in sports history. Adam, let me ask you a question: when your when your Giants won the Super Bowl in twenty twelve, did they have the best record? No, they didn't. I, 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 I'm not saying that the Cowboys, Cowboys can't like Thank um make the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying those no, four teams no. I think are more likely. No, I think the Buccaneers are more likely, but that's just because Tom Brady is just a different breed. Imagine if I had a dream that Tom Brady went to the Cowboys. You know how awesome that would have been? If Tom Brady went to the Cowboys, I would feel so bad for his career because he would just plummet. <laughs> the Cowboys would face it, uh, Michael. The Cowboys would have found a way to still lose. No, you know what? We'll go bankrupt if we, if we get Tom Brady. We'll go bankrupt. Uh, all right, before we get to Mike's hot take, um, do we have we do have a, a couple of football storylines? I mean, the Jets lost to the, the I mean, the Jets lost to the Dolphins, but that's not surprising, yeah. Dub, I mean, but but yeah, um, Zach Wilson is gonna be starting on this upcoming game against the Texans, so and I, I think that's gonna be a big game for Zach because we saw like, um, Mike White, if there's one thing that we've learned from the starts of Mike White and Josh Johnson is that is that um the Jets offense, they've got some pieces. Guess what he's Elijah Moore is a stud. Here's the thing. I don't think I, I think we keep saying I I've jumped off the Zach Wilson bandwagon a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like no like I feel like every game Zach Wilson starts, we keep saying the same thing of, oh, this is a big game for him. Like, I don't think it's a big game for him, seriously. He, I, he, he I, really I, 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 I agree, but I agree with here's the thing. If Josh Johnson and Mike White put up big numbers, like with this offense, like, I think Zach Wilson is eventually going to have to have a big game. He's eventually, I feel like. At some point during the season, he's gonna eventually have like he's gonna eventually have to have a big game, and what better game to do it than like um one of the the only one of the few teams in the NFL that you could actually argue that the Jets aren't you know um worse than. But here's the thing, Adam. You said Zach will. This is one of those games where Zach Wilson needs to have a big game. Mm-hmm. Why would you want someone that can maybe have a big game? every other game or every like three games rather than someone like Mike White who like we saw kept having big game after big game after big game at one point like that like that's what I'm saying like I I don't want someone that's like oh he's gonna have a big game there and then next two games he falls flat 
but then he's going to have another big game, and then the next game he falls flat. It was the same thing that we ripped on with, um, what's his name, Patrick Mahone, where he was having a big game and then falling flat, and then a big game and then falling flat. And I was like, you're an MVP caliber player. You should be having a big game every game, even if you lose. I mean, I, I, I hear you saying. I mean, Michael, you're our resident Jets fan, and here, um, what do you think about this? Um, honestly, I, I I agree with everything Money said. You know. All right. Um, I mean, um, Sam, Alex, you want to talk about um your Ravens and Eagles for like a minute or two? Before you get to Mike's hot take. Oh, before we get to Mike's hot take, I would just love to say I love the Ravens. The Ravens are the best team. Lamar Jackson is an amazing quarterback. We have an amazing manager, an amazing coach, an amazing kicker. We just have an amazing team in general. That's all I wanted to say before we get to the hot take. Everyone will understand. Everyone will understand in a few short minutes. But the Ravens are just an amazing team. I just and the Ravens are my favorite team, and I'm a Ravens fan. I just wanted to get that all out there before hot take. All right, Alex, go ahead. Guess who will be at the Eagles game on Sunday? Who? Me. Who gave you tickets? Who You're going to MetLife? Yep. Who got you tickets? I am celebrating my uncle's birthday. Look at our boy, Alex. By the way, we wish a very happy birthday to um, Alexander Reach's uncle. Happy birthday. Thank you. Alex, I got some more street. Don't be cussing at Bentley Stadium because I ain't going to bail you out of jail if you get killed. <laughs> if you do something stupid. Let's go, Eagles. Dear right, Alex, right. Alex, now now we you. have to root extra for uh, my Giants to, you know, um, finally win a game for once. How about that? I have to Alex, a little bit you're of incentive. You're my, you're my best friend, but you, you, uh, you better be careful what you say in Jersey. They, we, we beat you up now. <laughs> oh yeah, and here's the thing. Didn't you have to remember? Like, and it, it's not like in New York where it's like there's a chance we'll beat you up. There's a chance we might not beat you up. In Jersey, you leave the stadium. As soon as you leave the stadium, you're getting jumped. Alex, do not wear any eagle gear, bro. I am. You will get jumped. All right, Alex, you stupid, stupid fool. If you get jumped, don't be calling my phone and saying, I, and I'll be like, boy, I warned you. I warned you. I told you not to do this. I'll be like, I told you. I'll be like, me and Sam will be like, we told you so. We told you so. No, Mike, next episode is just going to be dedicated to Alex because he's just dead. They'll be like, to our friend Alex. Gone, but not forgotten. Fly high, Alex. <laughs> All right, guys. we'll play five Eagles fly to victory. And that'll be the last moment of silence for Alex. It'll be fly, Eagles fly. All right, guys. We chose it is time to- for the segment of the show that is like Jingle Bells all the way. Oh, Mike's exactly. hot take. My cutting out take away. And just for the record, you from now on until Christmas, uh, for all of our um, holiday season episodes, all my puns will be um, holiday themed. Thank you very much. Then you should have uh, said, it, you should have, no, <laughs> Adam, you should have said it's like Dwayne Wade throwing the alley to LeBron on Christmas Day. 
That would have been. That'll be one for last. I'll save that one for last. How about that, Sam? All right. All right, Michael, go ahead. Dear help me God with that pun, Adam, but that's a different story here or there. Um, my my hot take is going to be about I got a two part hot take: LeBron James fighting Isaiah Stewart. That was unnecessary. At the palace, here's the thing that I don't like: LeBron elbows you in the face. We all seen it. We all seen the highlights, right? He got elbowed in the face. No blood comes out. Sees blood and he starts attacking him like a cage animal. Here's the thing. LeBron apologized to you. You want to act all tough when you see blood? You want to act all tough and like you all tough? I'm like, boy, you did that for the glamour. You did that for the TV. You did that just to be tough. I'm like, brother, Jamal Crawford said he's always, always he felt like he was disrespected. LeBron James, who always apologizes when he gets involved with a player, he always apologizes and moves on. But how I don't like is you want to act all tough when the cameras are around. You know what I'm saying? That's like Adam trying to throw a punch at me at the game, and then he gets unconscious because he tries to do it. So, Sam, have you ever seen this happen in basketball before? Many times, right? I've seen, like, fights break out, but, like, here's here's my thing. I will say it was a cheap shot from LeBron. It, it was a cheap shot, but, like, it's like you the way I would have done it, to be honest, if I was Isaiah Stewart, I just would have played it off. I would have been like, I really don't care. Like he was trying to act it up and act all tough, but then it's like you see him now, he's perfectly fine. Like, like we're but like you're in a grown men's league. You're gonna get hit, you're gonna bleed, you're gonna get injured. Thank God he ain't playing it. here's the thing. The team that he played for. That whole organization is known for elbowing people in the face. So he shouldn't be crying. If you go, if you got, you're just your second league in the year and you're with the Pistons, boy, you should know about your team's history. Well, I mean, to be fair, you saw blood. To be fair, what's it called? Um, The reason why they started elbowing people is because. Um, um, there was a certain guy, I'm not going to say that, I'm just going to say a description of, he got a 13-year-old pregnant. I think we all should now know who I'm talking about. Mm. He elbowed Isaiah Thomas, and Isaiah Thomas was bleeding very badly. So I think that's what real, really started it as oh, well. You, so. Dear God, you're talking about Carmelo, you sit back. <laughs> <laughs> you try to play it. <laughs> You try to play it off innocent. You try to play it off like we ain't gonna mention his name. And I just said, all joking. I believe that here's the thing: there's tough guys and there's want to be tough guys in the NBA. There's you guys want to be tough guy. Stewart wants to be tough, bro. You're making millions of dollars to chill and play basketball. Why are you crying over somebody elbowing you in the dang face? No, no. What I love is the fact that he acted like he was gonna fight him, but then you should he had like first one. Punch. No, 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 no. But then he, um, he had one of his teammates hold him back. And, and like, that's what he, we call a sucker he, move. We call that a yeah. sucker move. Yeah, it's like listen. If one of your teammates are holding you back, you push them aside if you' about to fight. 
No, nah, bro. Here's the thing. You want to act? No, nah, that's why I consider him a punk. Because you like all that tough when nobody around you. So about um your um tough guys and want be tough guys um kind of they made a Michael. Which category does Draymond Green fit into? He's a want to be tough, tough guy. Man. No, he's a tough guy. I've seen Draymond Green fight. He's for real. The only he's tough guy in the NBA I've ever seen fight was my cat by the name of Matt. Barnes. Oh, Matt Barnes. He's a tough guy. He beat up Derek Fisher in the crib. I'll, I'll give you tough guy NBA players, and I'll tell you who's on and who's not. Uh, Rick Mahorn isn't a tough guy. Bill Embiid isn't a tough guy. It's a non-tough guy list. Sam Morrell isn't a tough guy. Adam Grassani isn't a tough guy. What about, um, what's it called? Um, our, oh, run our test. I am not a tough guy. Run our, <laughs> test. run our test is a bad, that's just another level of crazy. We ain't going to talk about the Palace, Palace now. That'll be for another episode. Six. What about Jermaine O'Neal? Oh, we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal ain't tough. And I met Shaq. He, he just said he's not tough. He, he a little tough, but he ain't tough tough. He's more for time. comedy reasons. All right, fair. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think who gets into a lot of fights. Charles Barkley, though, that's a bad dude. Charles Barkley said, I ain't no role model and spit on a little girl. That was by accident. He didn't mean to spend a little girl. But he still did. That's a bad dude. Um, All right, I'm, I'm going to give you um, a... Oh, what about Kurt, um, Kermit William? Yeah, give or take. I mean, he literally um, destroyed a guy's face, so... Just scratch that. He destroyed a guy's face. He destroyed a guy's entire skull, to be honest. Another part of my hot take is LeBron James, a fan calling, saying about LeBron to his face in Indiana, saying that Bronny should die in a car crash. Well, a fan said that. Yep. Uh, that that's taking it too. They, they, they yeah, to yeah. I mean, trash talk is good. I mean, but, trash talk, yeah, trash I, talk is fine. But yeah, that, that's that's going on. I played basketball my life. I had I had, a, I had a person say nigger to me on defense. I had that's, that's common. Calling a dude nigger on defense. Listen, that's not I'm okay. Not, yeah, that's like, it's I, not, I'm not saying that. it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying I've heard that plenty of times when I've played basketball. I haven't yeah, said I played it, basketball. Like, I know. Which just proves how we effed all, up society is. It's different. You can talk about somebody's mother that your mother plays better basketball than you try to get in the head, but you talk about somebody's death, like, unless if you're Kevin Garnett, who's a complete asshole, but that's just a different story. Kevin Garnett's a lot of things. Kevin Garnett <laughs> said this to, Dev, Kevin, uh, to Tim Duncan. No, yeah, happy, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day about his to his dead mother, and that's messed up. Yeah, he literally said that to him. He was in the crowd one game, and he was talking trash to someone. He said, "You know, he said to a fan." <laughs> no, he no. Um, it was um during like an OKC game. He was like, 
bro, you're so ass. And then it was like trash ass and then the N-word. All right. And I believe here's the thing. We as fans, we we allowed to pay money. We're allowed to say what we want. But however, talking about somebody's kid, that's that's like not even not even not even cool. You know what I mean? Because I know we pay money, but some of us we shouldn't be talking about people's families and wishing death on somebody. Exactly. Yeah, here's the thing. There's like there's funny trash talk, there's acceptable trash talk, and then there's a boundary. Like funny trash talk is like, okay, it's it shouldn't really be acceptable acceptable, but it is funny. Like when that one girl at a Warriors game called LeBron, LeBron James a, 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 a pussy ass bitch. That's like, like okay, that's it, one thing. That's one thing. It's it's like it's nah, like, but it should be acceptable, but like no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it shouldn't be acceptable, but like that's funny. When but like when you cross that boundary, it's like a fan spitting a New York Knicks fan spitting on Trey Young. That's, 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 that's just uncalled for. Yeah, it's like yeah that that stuff. Like if you honestly do that, you deserve to get kicked out of the stadium. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah, and it's that like fan pulling on Kyrie on Kyle Lowry. Yeah. in the NBA Finals. I, t- I told you this story before. I told you this story before. We had fans like at the Jackals game, like pouring beer into the dugout one time. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's uncalled stuff. for. It's uncalled for. Yeah, exactly. It's like you. It's like there's certain things you just you don't do. It's like this. It should be like common sense. Like don't do this. Yeah. Like Brad Michaels, like, do you have? Is that all for your hot take? Or do you have more? My last hot take. One note. Another note. I think... Not that I'm joking. That was it. All right. Okay. But guys, you know, I'm. Uh, this is very easy. Like, Michael, I completely agree with everything you said about... Le- um, like, um... Uh, about... Le- I completely agree with you with this. I thought, I thought the one game was such a actually, actually, you said there wasn't even towards LeBron. That was towards Bronny, right? Yeah. That's even more fucked up because that's yeah. his son. So you, so you basically just said, oh, I wish death on your son. Yeah, you don't you do not do that. So. And then the fan got kicked I, out. Yeah, and rightfully got so. So Michael, I'm, I'm so sorry. I approve it. No, you don't understand this. LeBron has more patience than me. I'm a very kind and nice person. If I ever have a kid and you say that in my face about my kid, that's a whole fight. Like, you're not getting out of there without at least a broken nose. Exactly. Right, that was my child. You exactly. wouldn't be alive. If that was my child, you probably wouldn't be breathing. Yeah, it's like... It's <laughs> you better, like you know, I, I would tell him, you better, you, better call, you, better give, you better call me, give me three things. A bail bondsman... A, a, pa- a, pre- a pastor in handcuffs because I'm doing one of those three things. I may have to make <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like my, uh, you may my, have to make me pray, and then you gotta have to put put me in jail, and then you go give me a bell with mom, and yeah, you better yeah. have an ambulance for the guy outside because they may need it because no, they because, may, may need to be in medical care. Yeah, because here's the thing. Here's how I roll. I'm like, you can mess with me all you want. You can do your worst to me. You talk about that Like, shut up. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, if you touch one of my friends on my behalf, if you touch my family members on my behalf, 
just to try to get to me, then we're having a problem. Then that's when I get involved and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not playing this game today. Mm-hmm. Either you come to oh, me. Oh, Sam considers us his friends. We love you, Sam. <laughs> you think I'm lying? I actually did that with one of my friends. I didn't get into a fight, but like, like one person was trying to get on my nerves and I was ignoring them. They made fun of my friend. I turned to them. If I tell you how quickly they shut up because they saw, like I gave off that or words, like say one more word. I fucking dare you. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man, Dad, we're built the same, my brother. We're built the same. We're one. We're one in a million, boys. I'm built All different. Right, but I'm not sure about you. I'm built different. <laughs> but yeah, um, I agree with my hot take. I mean, Mike's hot take, obviously. All right, All right Alex, go ahead. Alex is going to be a dick and not approve it. I think they he'll approve. approve the fact that you just said a fan shouldn't say. Oh yeah, your son should die. If they want to prove disapprove that you're right, exactly. Uh, I'll see if he disapproves that, then there's something wrong. Alex, you're, with fired. you're fired. You're <laughs> fired. You're fired from the show. We will fire you from the show. Actually, trash. It makes actually a big trash talk. But you know, it's not to cross that line. It's different between crazy and stupid. Yeah. But guys, I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry with the. Get uh, Mike's hot take, but I'm mad right now. We've got some very, very big breaking news. Very big breaking news. MLB offseason breaking news. Sam, have you seen this? Yeah. Michael, have you seen this? I don't want to talk about it. Alex, you also said to us, the New York Mets have signed center fielder Starling Marte. Oh, God, I hate my life. And- <laughs> Let me say, number one, um, it's it, it's in terms of the deal, four years, at least what seventy eight million dollars. It's either seventy eight million or seventy six. It's it's in that range. Seventy eight million like, for over four years from John. I Hayes. feel like they said the wrong name. I feel like they got the New York teams mixed up. That, that exactly, see, exactly. I feel like they must have done that. There's yeah, no it was it was it, it was it was not even fair for them to pick that. Yeah, I mean, but but boy, that's a huge deal. That that's a huge um sign for the Mets. Like Starry Marte, you were if you ever before he was one of my top free agent talkers for the Yankees because he's he brings so much of what they're lacking athleticism. Like he's a speed demon on a base. So he led the major leagues in stolen bases this year. He stole like what 40, 37 out of forty two thirty stolen. 37 bases out of 42 attempts. He is just an absolute demon on the base paths. Like, and and Yankees haven't had that in like what Derek Jeter, Prime Brett Garner. Well, that's, um, that's number call? one. So well, what's, not, what's and Jacoby Ellsbury? Yeah, true, but Jacoby Ellsbury was like at the tail end of his career. Yeah, but this is just this is just like. Hey, I really wish our son was on right now because I'm sure he'd be like uh, freaking out. I just got his text message. He's happy. He's <laughs> also happy. Lo, lo, lo. Well, but, um, I have a Mets hat, so I can just, you know. Sam, you are petty as hell. <laughs> I have a New York Knicks hat and I have a Mets hat. So 
whichever team's doing good, the dick riding begins. <laughs> you have me dick rider. Say, ladies and gentlemen, joking. Sam just admit that he's a dick rider on that. On the, on I'm, the end. I'm, I, I'm joking. Don't worry. I, I'm not going to root for the I'm rooting for the Yankees all the way. All right. Listen, uh, Mike, I'm going to say, Adam, permission to kick Sam off the air? Mike, Mike, listen. You know how you know I'm not a dick rider? Mm-hmm. When I'm literally in love with the worst team in the NBA right now. You are. And that's so, sad. How did you became a Pelicans fan in the first place? Um, to be honest, it was actually, what's it called? Um, it was because of um, 2K. And then I went into basketball and looked at it. And I was like, oh, I really like this team. I'm going to watch this team. They look like fun. (laughs) And that's why I was like, oh, we have a generational talent in Anthony Davis, so we're going to be good for years to come. Yeah, nope. (laughs) And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to become a a, a fan. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, so it's either I become like every other bandwagon and just say um, Stephen Curry's name a thousand times, or I stay with my team like a loyal person that I am. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay with my team like the loyal person I am, because either way, my second favorite team, the Knicks, are doing somewhat decent. So at least I got that Sam, you're team. a real one. Sam, you're a real one, but... That's no again for us a huge sign for him. As you as sorry, Marta, he instantly becomes your Leo fitter. And then you have guys like Francisco Lindor behind him. You got Pete Alonzo. I mean, who knows what's gonna happen with Michael Cabort or though? I mean, whether or not they bring him back. Um Imagine Javi Bias back. Also, um also there was um that's also that also the only move the Mets made today, just for the record. The Mets also signed who was it? They also signed um, Escobar. Would you so say twenty Mets, million dollars with you over two years? He's a third baseman, so that's a that's a, that's a that's a that's a really great deal to get a guy like Escobar for only like ten million dollars a year. That's a that's a really great deal. Would you say the Mets instantly become World Series contenders? I mean, it's too early to say that because, like, here's the thing with the Mets: they're kind of like in that state where, like, um. Like you are right now with, with the Pelicans, where you think where Mets fans are like, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. So, oh yeah, the, 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 we're there in that Brandon state. Ingram's right injured. Zion Williamson is fat. We're yeah, Jonas Valanciunas is our leading scorer. So basically, Mets. I feel like the Mets are in kind of like a similar situation where whatever can go wrong will go wrong. So I can't say the Mets aren't a will series contention, but I'll tell you what. With this deal right now, they better at least be in playoff contention. If they like, if they like have a no season like they did last year where they finished below 500, then we're gonna have problems. But there's gonna be problems. And I still, I'm just a record, I don't think the Mets are done this offseason. They get they add Sam out today, add Escobar. Like, I still think they're 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 in the mix to bring back um Javier Baez. I also still think they're in the mix for um bring back on Marcus Stroman. So those are two guys right now. Like if you're in the Mets, you those are two things right now. A bring back um Baez. B bring back um Marcus Stroman and and see and see if you can bring back for I mean I don't know what's gonna happen with them. 
Well, but at least we know one thing now. Mm-hmm. If they do all those things and they add another good play, like more good players to the Mets, we know the management's not the problem because management's doing everything they can. And then we know they have good players. And then the only problem would be how good is, how much do you rely on their coaching staff? How good exactly. Do you and, 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 and I'm glad you brought that up because that's right now the Mets still don't have a manager in place for uh, 2022. They still they like they just hired our uh, general manager Billy Epler like um a couple of weeks ago. Well, he is doing which which who, who, who I like who I I was trying to write that sign I do like because here's say Billy Epler those who don't know Billy Epler was one of the big reasons that got Shohei Otani to come to the Angels. He was a well, major it, part in that. Well, what's it called? Um, these he already is doing a hell of a job doing this signing. Yeah, I mean. So. Obviously, this signing is like um an A. This is an A signing mm-hmm. to get um Starling Marte to land him. All right, let's get off this topic. All right, let's move on. Uh, all right, we got a couple more baseball stories here. Uh, it's another thing I'm mad about. Did you see this story um in the New York Post? This is a story from Joel Sherman, who, by the way, Sam, you don't know, one of the best MLB insiders in the business. I mean, he recently had a column um, saying that he that he's hearing that the Yankees likely aren't going to be in on the top of the shortstop market. Basically, basically, they the they more likely aren't going to be uh, signing like um, one of the big name shortstops. I'm now getting ready for the um, 2023 season for the Yankees. Exactly, exactly. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, where, where do I begin with this? Like, now, for the record, this could just be smoke because this happens all, all the time where insiders and stuff, they say all these things and the organization, like, does the complete opposite because – it's smokescreen season. It's lying season. So for all we know, this could be completely inaccurate. And the Yankees are still in on, you know, Corey Seager. They still are in on Carl Correa. They're That's still true, in on because what's story. Yeah, this isn't like... I I, having, honestly, I man, change. I don't want Carl Correa on the Yankees. I mean, it's the thing. Like, for as much as I can't stand Carl Correa, like, if you, if you have a chance to get a player like him on the Yankees, you do it. Yeah, but here's the thing. You don't roast the greatest Yankee of all time. (laughs) Sam, did you hear? We roasted Carl Scrat in the last episode, Sam. I wish you were here for that. Did you hear what he said about Derek Jeter? Oh, yep. You do not roast the greatest Yankee. I can understand you roasted A-Rod or Derek Strawberry or somebody that doesn't deserve it. but, But Derek Jeter, that's like... And you want to become a Yankee? That's like dissing Michael Jordan if you want to become a Bull. What's wrong with you? I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah. He's like Astros. Exactly, exactly. But you guys heard me, like I said before, I'm all in on the East game. Corey Sugu's like <laughs> free agent target. But here's the thing. Like, if they got – at the end of the day, like, if they had gotten correct, I would have been mad because you are still getting a – Top player. I mean, also, I would have been mad if they went after Trevor Story. I think Trevor Story would be a great addition to this team. He's very fast on the base pass. He plays great defense. He's got a great bat. I think Trevor Story would also be a great addition. But if you don't land any of them, 
and they just and they just kick the can down the road and they cheapen out on yeah again on a second straight fantasy. You, you heard me say before, Sam. We built this yes, when they get fired Aaron Boone, what did Hal Steinberg say? We don't think Aaron Boone is the problem. We think the players are the problem. Well, yeah. go out there and spend my I guess some I guess some better players. You can't say like, oh, we all think our graphic managers are the problem. We think the players are a problem, and then not get better players. It makes no sense. It's like if you're gonna say the players are the problem, then there's a thing called trading. Trade for new players. If you really think players are the problem, you get rid of the players. Like, it's not that hard. You know, and here's and now here's more from Joel Sherman. Um, he he said I think the reason is there. There's two reasons why he says um the Yankees aren't like aren't unlikely to um go for the elite shortstop. Is number one, they don't want to um approach the contracts give out last season to elite shortstops like. Um, for example, last two last two seasons, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. got three hundred forty million dollars, and Francisco Lindor got three hundred forty-one million dollars. And Carlos Cran and Corey Seager are like, I'm gonna be asking for those type of contracts. Like here, and so that's their first reason. And number two is that they have the Yankees reportedly are reportedly very high on their two top shortstop prospects, Anthony Volpe and um and also Peraza, and here's what I'll say to that. Here's what I'll say to that. Like, if if I I will agree there that if like let's say like um I don't know whatever team offers like Correa or Seager like three hundred fifty million like that would be at the point where like I can understand the Yankees like um not wanting to um dip in those waters like I can I can understand that for as much as I love Corey Seager you know um I wouldn't would be paying like Tatis or Lindor. Or um, type like money, but they're not willing to like um, get like even the second tier free agents, you know, and they aren't willing to sign like um, Trevor Story for like um, I don't know, hundred fifty million. I don't, I I have no idea what Trevor Story is gonna get, or even or even Mark Simeon who isn't my, well, I'm not the biggest Mark Simeon fan, but he still would also be a good addition to this team. And you have a whole show stuff. You're just going to, again, I said before, Mike, Sam, if they sign Ange to Simmons and they say he's our answer to shortstop, I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to have a meltdown. Like they can't just, because then, then know what that would be saying. Al Steinberg and the Yankees are basically saying we don't really. That would be basically them. They see them saying like, "Oh, we're we're not going to try to win this year." That that if if they're willing to do that, then just tank in twenty twenty two season. And easily, if they're not going to go big game free agency, nothing, then just may as well just tank the twenty two season because I said we said for um Sam, the Rays aren't going anywhere, the <laughs> Red Sox aren't going anywhere, the Blue Jays are on the upswing like. The Astros aren't going anywhere. Well, I mean, we don't speak about the Astros. I mean, true, but you know what? I'm, you get what I'm saying. Like, you want me to speak on the what Astros? You're saying. I would, I would, so yeah. they need to really make some big moves to improve. See, they, as they can't just say, "Oh, we're just gonna run it back next year." Like, I just that would be just completely unacceptable. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so there's still other the to be clear, there are still other moves this team could make. Um, the reports are saying that their stakes are still in on Robbie Ray, who just won the Cy Young. Like, I I mean, I would I have my concerns about um signing Robbie Ray, but at the end of the day, if they did get them, I would still be happy because at the end of the day, you are getting like the reigning Cy Young Award where there's there are reports that the Yankees are still in on Matt Olson making a trade from Matt Olson, which you all know. Oh, like Sam, I don't know if you heard heard our free agency episode, but I would be all in on the Yankees game. Matt Olson, left lefty power hitter, like doesn't strike out a ton, plays at grace, great defense at first base. I think he would be an amazing addition to this team. So at the end of the day, there's still time for the Yankees to um potentially make some big moves. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like they and that's the that's my one concern with all these reports is that the Yankees are just gonna cheapen out again like they did um like they, like they did last year where all they did oh we're just gonna focus on staying under the luxury tax you know and we're not gonna go out there and get big game free, and we're not gonna go out there and spend too much money like like I understand why they did it last year because they wanted to get under the luxury tax to reset because those you don't know the more years you go over the luxury tax like the the higher um penalties you get the more the more penalized you so i understand that so they want to get under the luxury tax to reset but now you've reset now you can go over the luxury tax again and accent again and you know get some big time players to really try to compete you know next next year because like because as again Aaron Jones is gonna be a free agent after next year the Yankees window championship window is gonna stay open forever the window isn't going to stay open forever, so they wouldn't be surprised if Judge moves. Exactly. And once Judge, once Judge, once Judge moves, I'm letting you know that's it for Yankees. Exactly, and they need to extend Judge too. That's another thing they need to do. Like as much as I said before, or as much as I would love like Corey Seager or adding like a big or adding him, like if the difference, if that's the difference. I, I, that's the one thing I'll say is no matter who they get this offseason, none of them are worth losing Aaron Judge. They need to lock up Aaron Judge all turn. Yeah, because Aaron, Aaron Aaron's Judge is like a top ten, arguably a top five MLB exactly. player right now. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Alex, Michael, you have anything you want to say before we wrap up um the Yankees talk? I agree with you guys. Aaron, Aaron Judge should be on the Yankees' priority list. Him and Staten should be in the number two priority. Well, Stan, they've got locked up forever, so no no worries about that. They're going to sign They're going to sign Judge. There's no way they're not going to sign Judge. I still think they're going to – I still think Judge is going to, like – um. I think the Yankees will uh, sign Judge. Now, whether it be this offseason or they just resign him next offseason, I don't know, but I do think – but I do think they're going to keep Judge. No, here's the I'd thing. I'd be surprised gonna, if they. Here's the thing. They're going to they're going to try to keep Judge, but in the end, it's his choice because there's going to be a line of teams wanting to get him. That is true, but Aaron Judge has gone on record saying that he wants to be a Yankee for life. He's gone on record saying that. Now, now, could he change his mind if if some team like overpays for him? Sure, but but still. Listen, Blake Griffin said he wanted to be a Clipper for life. He's now on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Because sometimes they don't have two star players. I mean, what's it called? I mean, even star players like Kobe Bryant 
God rest his soul. He, he, first, he was about to leave. He was about to leave. He, he was about to leave not once but twice. But, which is why I think which is why I think they need to extend judges offseason. I think plan A should be to extend them and just get them locked up so you don't have to worry about that. Um that's all we can really say for Yankees talk right now. I mean hopefully hopefully um with um with hot with the star marching news that the LB offseason will start heating up because boy I need to stop I they can see to stop making some moves. I'm starting to go impatient here. Get me Corey Seager, get me Matt Olson, like and let's Let's go. Let's win a let's go win a damn world series for, for Christ's sake. But that's the idea. Before we get to our bets, one last baseball story here for you guys. The 2022 baseball hall of fame ballot is out. So guys, here's what I'm gonna do. Oh, like is Pete Rose on there or no? No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh. I'm gonna um um rattle off some names and you guys are gonna tell me whether or not you would vote for them. Okay. Rapid fire. Okay. I, I need to make sure I'm thinking baseball Hall of Fame and not basketball Hall okay. of Fame. Right. Basketball Hall of Fame, I would be saying yes to all of them. Okay. Bobby Abreu. That's good. No. That's good. You would vote for him? I'll vote for Bobby Abreu. I wouldn't I vote for know. him just because it's like how selected the baseball Hall of Fame is. I wouldn't vote for him. Yeah. Okay. Here's all right. Here's the big one. File you on the ballot, Barry Bonds. Fuck yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I I think so too. I I think it so doesn't too. matter like, that he gets. It doesn't matter that he well, we'll, gets steroids. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Just, we're gonna get to that debate once we're done with this ballot. But yeah, I I Walk think it's leading leader in the home runs. He better be on the damn ballot. All right, Mark Brueller. I forget how to pronounce his last name. Mark McGuire. No, not Mark McGuire, no. Mark B U E H R L E. Oh, Mark Mark Wheeler. He's a pitcher. Famous pitcher for the White Sox. Yeah. Still, is he a Hall of Famer though? Yes. Are you you never seen that dude pitch? You wanna know. All right. Another another file yarn about the other big uh, PED guy, Roger Clemens. Yes. If if Mm. Bonds gets in, Clemens is getting in too. Exactly. If you a Yankee fan and you say that now, Roger Clemens screwed the Yankees up so many times. So, all right. As I'm, a Red Sox, right. as a Yankee, no. All right. First year in the ballot, Carl Crawford. Uh, my he, Carl Crawford. If you didn't know who he is, then I don't know what to tell you. I know who he was. I know who he was, but still, was I can't. Just, he was him. like, a, he was like. I will vote for Carl Crawford. You suck, Sam. You vote for all of them so far, Michael. Mike, Mike I, I, I've been a baseball fan. Carl Crawford was like a great hitter. A Is great... he a Hall of Famer, though? Mike, Mike, you remember this isn't the NBA Hall of Fame where you score 5,000 points and you can still make it. This is the Baseball Hall of Fame. This is like the big leagues. This Hall of Fame actually matters. Okay, who else? Uh, all right, next up. Another first guy in the Hall of Fame, Prince Fielder. Ooh, that's a tricky one. Maybe. That's good. I would still vote no, but you guys, if you guys remember Prince Fielder, he was a problem, man. He was a problem. He was good. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I would say no, but in terms of skill-wise, that's a different story. He was in a home run when he was eight years old. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, in terms of just... 
accolades and all that. Stuff, I love you know. real stadiums. I have big boy stadiums. No right. kid has done that. Um, all right, actually, another one. Another that, one. I know a kid that did that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Who, little boy? I can't say his name on camera. Why? Because he may want to be private. All right, here's another one. Another interesting name, Todd Helton. No. I would vote yes to nope. Todd Helton. No. Nope. You, you look up his numbers, he has Hall of Fame numbers. So let, let me look up some of his numbers right now. Todd Helton, like, he gets a lot of flack because, oh, he did, because he played his whole career in Colorado, but, I mean, look at, um... That's what I'm saying. Did he ever win a World Series? You don't, you're saying, you, know, you don't have to say you have to win a World Series to be a Hall of Fame baseball player. No, you have to win I would say, like, of the, of the four sports, like, where you're determining Hall of Fame, championships matter the least in uh, baseball, I feel. No, I would know. It may have mattered the least, but the championship, you still need at least one. Mm. Or at least you need a very, very good run at one. Yeah. I don't feel like he's ever had like, a very good run at one. 316 career batting average. 414 on base percentage, 559 slugging, again, 369 home runs. How many hits did he get? How many hits did he get? How many home runs do you have? 369 and 2,519 hits. Like, yeah. like Larry Who's Walker. 369. Who's number 369? Y'all get the SpongeBob reference? I am 369. And yeah. don't you ever forget it. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> I can't uh, let's move it. on. Let's move on. Do you another, smell? Another the guy first year on the ballot. The smelly, smelly smell. Another guy first year on the ballot. Ryan Howard. I, I, know, Alex, I know what Alex is going to say for that one. Alex, what do you say? Bush kids. Ryan He's Howard, not. like he was a stud. The only thing that might keep him out is that I don't just don't think he played long enough. Here's the thing: he played for the Red Sox at a perilous time. I'm pretty sure. Is that correct? He played for the Phillies. He played for the Phillies. Oh, then never mind. He played his whole career in Philadelphia. Oh, I thought he was the one person that played for like the Red Sox for a second. I'm not sure why. You don't know Negro will play for the will play for the yeah, he play for only the played Sox. 12 seasons in the MLB, which in fact even less than that. He, he, that one yeah, those, no. he, he had like he had like what 12, 11 years, 11 full yeah, seasons no. in the MLB. Like, Mm-mm. but when he played, he was a problem. He was really good. Adam, that's the same situation and why people think Bill Walton shouldn't be in the NBA Hall of Fame. Because when he played, he was a problem, but how many seasons did Bill Walton play? Exactly. It's kind of a similar situation. Alex, go ahead. You, got some, you had your hand raised. You got something to say? Uh, something that I I kept an eye on was his hitting because it's been off and on for Ryan Howard. And he's that type of guy that swings a lot. And he swung at so many card balls over the course of his career and it just it was hard to watch as a fan. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. Another one. I mean, Tim Hudson. Never heard of him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he is. I mean, you, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, oh, interesting one, Tory Hunter. Yes, he was a great outfielder. Next, yeah, that, that, that's interesting. I mean, at the bat, he was good, but he's one of the best like defensive outfielders of yeah. all time. Only he played was, to like, rob magician. Barry Bonds of a home run. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's another one. Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones, former MVP, former all-leader all in home runs for a season from yeah. the Braves. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Jeff more- Kent. Mm, no. All right. Tim Lekenum. No. No, not even close. Justin Monroe. No. No. Uh, I agree. Joe Nathan. Ooh. I know you said Joe Namath. I'm like, what? Joe Namath was in the baseball of me? No, Joe Nathan. Hit or miss. Yeah. He, he, yeah, it could be hit or miss for him, but I'm going to say here's, no. Yeah. Here. Oh, here's a big name. First year on the bat, David Ortiz. Yes. Big pop. Uh, Are you kidding me? I, I, I will say this. I will say it, this. It is so if controversial Be- for me to say, say his name. If Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens don't get in because of the PEDs, then I don't think Be- uh, I don't think uh, David Ortiz should get in because of the PEDs because he did test positive for HGH one time. Here's the thing. Don't and even though what's like, I, I agree with you. Like David if we're talking top wise, he's a no doubt Hall of Famer. Here's the thing, though. Um, y'all both better be saying no because I'm the realistic one out of both of you. Remember when he was on the Red Sox and he hit that um, Grand Slam? Yeah. 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 So that's why I still remember that play. I'm just like, damn. Sam, must you not talk he's a Hall of Famer, right, week. Sam? No, I cried he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Here's an interesting one. Jonathan Papelbon. No. Yeah. But when he pitched, he was, he, he was good. But yeah, I, I don't think he's Hall of Fame level. Here's the, thing. Pitcher, here's the thing. Pitchers, you have to remember, are different than hitters. Yeah. Hitters, it's like you can be a little bit more lenient. Pitchers, you have to be very, very strict about. Exactly. I, I agree. Let me ask you a question. You think Otani will be in the Hall of Fame if he retires? Now? Uh, if, if he keeps this up, yeah. If he keeps, if he keeps up, up yeah. what he's doing, yeah. Say he retires after this one season, after, after this year. After Obviously this one not. year, no. No. Obviously you not. think he wouldn't be a Hall of Famer? No, no he wouldn't. No. You can't. Boys, he hasn't did this shit since Babe fucking Roof. You still need a bigger sample size, though, Michael Cunningham. You still need he's nice. a, he's a, if he keeps this up like over like a ten year period, then yes, he's gonna be a first bat hall of famer. No one's denying that, but he still needs to keep it up. Was Jake PV? Like I don't, I don't think so. It's a big one, Andy Pettit. One hundred percent, yes. Yeah. Ten again, times, again yes. like he has some stuff with PDs, HGH, but. I would. I still think if you take that aside, I would vote yes. He's a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest postseason pitchers of all time. All right, 
AJ Perlinski. Not even close. Yeah. Manny Ramirez. God, no. No. I, I would vote yes for Manny Ramirez. I mean, if I th- I, 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 again, like, um, again, he was a PD guy, but take that aside. If odds are close again, I think Manny Ramirez should get in. Like, hold on, let me look up some of his numbers. There there is 555 home runs. Yeah, he's getting in. Yeah, those are Hall of Fame numbers. 312 batting average, 441 on base, 585 slugging, 257. I got a joke for you. One, guess who I think is going to go to Hall of Fame? Who? Michael K. <laughs> broadcast Hall of Fame. Yes. Do you, do you have a base? Do you have a broadcasting section for um for in the Baseball Hall of Fame? I think so. If, if, play, if that's the case, then you should bigger. get in. You should get in. All right, here's a big one, really big one. First, you had about Alex Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. I, I, again. Ooh. If Blonde clones get in, A Rod is a. If A-Rod my father would have heard me say this, I would probably be disowned if I picked yes. So, so, because my dad hates Alex Rodriguez as a baseball player, I probably will be disowned if I say yes. So I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut on this. One. Okay, okay. If you don't want, if you don't want your boy to be disowned by his father, then no. All right. So what Mike basically is saying is <laughs> yes without saying yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Scott Rowland. Um, Scott Rowland. No. What did who? Next. Uh, um. He, he. I mean, he he was really good. Like he played like from nineteen ninety six to two thousand twelve. I mean, his and he was really good. Like, I agree with you. I don't think he's Hall of Fame level. All right. All right. Next up, um, Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy Rollins. All right. He. All right. This is fine. on about. I think as a um, but person, he is a despicable human being. But Jimmy Rollins. No, 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 no. This upcoming guy, not Jimmy Rollins. This upcoming guy. This is last round about Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling is despicable. We know that. He's despicable, but as a player, if we're talking about him no. as a player, he's a Hall of Famer. No, no. He's what no. he, he's what he's again, Sir Tepet, he's one of the greatest postseason pitches of all time. So why is he despicable? Why is he despicable? Oh, oh nothing much here. Um, he supports <laughs> lynching journalists. Um he's lynching? Had a, but he set up he supports lynching journalists, number one. Nothing much there. Um Bunch of racist, homophobic comments, and he supported the insurrection at the Capitol on January sixth. Yep, he's a despicable per human being. Yeah, so that's why I say no because they're not going to let someone like that in the Hall of Fame, especially in this day and age. All right, next up, next up, we only got a couple more names left here. Gary Sheffield. No. Un- Let's go, Duke. Duke just up. That Gonzaga, the first seed in wow. college basketball. Gonzaga just lost to my Duke. So suck on it, slap nuts. <laughs> Here's the thing, Gary Sheffield. I I would vote yes. I mean, have you seen some of Gary Sheffield's numbers? 
I mean, he, I get 509 home runs. I, I, th- I think I, I, they always say like 500 home runs is mm. like one of those numbers that if, if you have that, that's like pretty strong chance that you'll get 292 average, 396, yeah. uh, 393 on base, 514 mm-hmm. slugging. Like, I mean, I, I would vote yesterday, um, Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Here's another controversial name, Sammy Sosa. No. I mean... And he has my name, and I'm saying no. Here's the thing, though, about Sammy Sosa. Like, he's in that um, PED, you know, um, category of Bonson Clemens. Like, he also uses a torture bat, so... You could argue, like, um, yeah, maybe he has more stuff than that. But if we're talking talent-wise, he's – the guy hit over 600 home runs. The guy, like, was a stud, so. Let me, I, let me so, say so – I, so I would vote yes for Sosa. No, here's the thing. I, Sammy Sosa lost my vote because you, you said black was ugly. So go F yourself, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> go F yourself in a giant ditch. And let's go Duke. One more thing to say. All let's right. go Duke. Duke with the dub. We seven and up. All right. Three more names here. Another guy first year on the ballot. Another guy first year on the ballot. Mark Teixeira. I, I, I love Mark Teixeira. He's one of my all-time favorite Yankees besides Derek Jeter. I don't think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. It kills me to I'm, say that. It he's kills close, me. though. I will say this. He's uh, close. He's great. He, he'll, he'll be close to it. Only like, first like he's cl- like fast, only first baseman to have a great running speed. I mean, he's he's one of the like he's like what top ten like first baseman home, home runs for switch hitters or something. Like, he's and it one of the best me. I love of all Mark time, Deshera, and I love Mark Teixeira. Like, he's one of the best hitters of all time. So, I for now, my, I'm my mind no, is telling me no, but my heart is telling me yes. For this upcoming bat, I would vote no, but. If you ask her a different bat, I may change my mind. He, he's one of those guys. That's going to be very interesting, Mark Teixeira. I love Mark Teixeira. It kills me not to go against him. Mark Teixeira, if you're watching this podcast, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. Huge fan. I'm just sorry. It kills me. It painfully kills me. It painfully kills me to go against you. It painful. It's painful. Yeah. Me and Adam Bersani and, my, and myself, my friend, we love you. But it's, it's the pain. The pain hurts. Adam. All right. Back. Two more names. Two more names. Omar Vizquel. No. Never heard of him. Next. Well, well, as a player, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. But we talked about the stuff of character issues. I'll say this. Kurt Schilling may be bad. But if you hear about the, some of the stuff this Omar Vizquel guy did, he makes Kurt Schilling look like an angel. That's all I'm going to say. What did he do? Go look it up. I'm not going to mention it. Adam, I can't mention All right. Next up, last one, Billy Wagner. Is he like 100,000 years old? I think so. Hold on. But, yeah, I think no on Billy Wagner. But that's all for um, the Hall of Fame ballot. And I think the big thing is going to be watched is, will this be the year that Bonsa comes to get in? Will this be the year where those two fi- where those two um finally get in? Cause and this is gonna um be very very um big for um future Hall of Fame ballots. Cause for for, for a lot of names on this. Cause I'll tell you what, 
if Boz the Cubs do get in, a lot of these are with you. The Alex Rodriguez, David Ortiz, you know, Sammy Sosa, Manny Ramirez, they, then they all should get in as well. But if they don't get in, but, but here's the thing. If Boz the Cubs don't get in, it would be hypocritical of the writers to, you know, um, then letting other PED guys who, who, let's say all those guys are studs, neither of them were as good as Boz and Clemens. Like maybe Alex Rodriguez, but that's it. Yeah, Barry Bonds. I think he would have broke the record without without steroids for the home run record. You could make the argument. Yeah, you could. He would have. Here's the thing. He's on the Mount Rushmore baseball. 100% he is. Oh, definitely. Definitely. All right, Sam. I mean, we got to get to our bets. So, Sam, really quickly, you have any thoughts? No, let's get to our bets. Yeah. Alex, do you have any? Wait, hold on. Sam forgot to say. Sam forgot to do his bet. No, no, we'll get that. Alex, Alex, really quickly, your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? It's twelve fifty-one. I'll do the bet next episode. You big baby. (laughs) Mike, Um, like half a second to like falling asleep. (laughs) Alex, go ahead. Uh, there's nothing really much to add. I think, I think you, Adam. Uh, went for the touchdown with your opinion on it, and I think that I think that it was a great, great um segment. Appreciate it, Alex. Appreciate it. But now it's time to move on to our bets of the episode. But before we get to our as we Sam, you have Sam, you made your bet a couple episodes ago at Michael, and you ultimately lost your bet. So a you're wearing um, your Knicks shirt, so we see that. And B, you have to uh, A, praise the Knicks, and B, bash uh, the Pelicans and Ravens. So <laughs> the floor is yours, my friend. So do that now. Yes. yes. Get it over with. Just get it over with. Okay, so first I'll do the easy part, praising the Knicks, because they're my second favorite team. Um, <laughs> Make it good, Sam. Their coach, Tom Thibodeau, is doing an amazing job. I've said Tom Thibodeau does an amazing job. He's one of the best coaches in the league. Julius Randle is Julius Randle. He's doing amazing this season. Again, showing that there wasn't just a one-season thing. RJ Barrett is getting better. Obi Toppin's getting better. And I think they can make it into the second round this year. I think the Knicks are going to be just fine. I have confidence in the Knicks. And right, right now they're better than the Hawks. Ugh, where do I begin with them? All right. Where do I begin with them? Well, first of all, our coach is terrible. Well, I wouldn't say our coach is terrible. Our management is terrible. We got Graham... And we got Valanciunas. And we gave away Drew Holiday. And we gave away Lonzo Ball. Drew Holiday is a champion. And Lonzo Ball is looking like the next superstar right now. So that was an L. And then Zion Williamson looks like Kendrick Perkins on steroids. So... 
that's another yikes. The Pelicans are just awful right now, and we really need to get our shit together. Like at least we are, we won five games now, so at least that's something. But we need to get our shit together. Like the Pelicans are just awful right now. I can go on and on, but I'm just gonna stop the rant here. All right, Ravens. This is a tough one. How do I bash the Ravens? Even um, you know what? I'm just gonna say okay. I don't want you to take this out of context because I'm gonna be saying blasphemous stuff just to piss off Mike. I'm gonna be saying such blasphemous things that we may piss off viewers. And I'm doing this on purpose. Remember, these aren't my actual opinions and thoughts, right? Go ahead. So let's start off. The Ravens suck. The Ravens suck. Lamar Jackson is a terrible quarterback. Terrible. Like Lamar Lamar Jackson. He can't throw. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, bro. Can't throw better than Lamar Jackson. How about that? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is worse than Daniel Jones. Like, if he was put on the Giants, the Giants may have a worse record right now. Um, Our coaching staff is terrible. Our defense is awful. Our offense is awful. Like, the Chiefs are just... 10 times better than the Ravens. Like the Chiefs are just, the Jets are the best team in the league right now, obviously. Like Zach Wilson is obviously the MVP of the league. There's no debate there. I don't think there should be a debate. Zach Wilson is the MVP. And the Ravens just suck. Oh, I, I, I was, I would say uh, that's enough. Okay. That's enough philosophy for one day. Did everyone get triggered? <laughs> uh, I, I would say everyone's been triggered up, but Sam, great job paying off the best. So really quickly here to recap for 75, I lost my third shape bet. Warriors over the Clippers. No, Cavaliers on the spread. I won that one, but Clippers over Grizzlies wrecked my parlay. So there's that. Alex won his... Alex won another bet. He had Weber State over UMass on the money line and the Flames over the Sabres. He won his bet. He won his parlay. He had 16.32 points. Chris had the Raiders. I had the Bengals over the Raiders. Seahawks over Cardinals. Chiefs over Cowboys. Yeah, parlay, I believe. Um, Who lost? the? Was it the Bengals that lost? I don't know, and I don't care. So Either way, he lost his bet. Sam, you had the Warriors over the Pistons on my line. You won your bet. You add 7.65 points. Marcellus had the Warriors over the Cavaliers on the spread. Same bet as me, except he didn't do a parlay. He was smart, so he adds 9.09 points. And Michael, you had Duke over Lafayette on the money line. You won that bet. You had Georgia over South Carolina on the money line. You won that bet. You had one more win to complete your parlay. You had the Cowboys over the Chiefs and... You lost your bet to Chris. So, you know what? Michael, Sam just paid off his bet. So, next episode, when we have Chris on, 
You're gonna have to pay off your bet. Wait, wait, wait. I wear a Chiefs jersey. I gotta wear. Yeah, a Chiefs he has to wear a Chiefs jersey. And trust me, we're getting all that stuff behind the scenes. So, Michael, on each episode, you are gonna have to wear a Chiefs jersey. Adam, all right, the, Adam, you better do the standings, Adam. Damn, I forgot to do the standings. Yeah, asshole. Mike. All right, Michael, you are in first place, 28-27 record. 302.28 points. I'm in second, 24 and 31 record, 266.76 points. Chris is in third place, 26 and 29 record, 262.78 points. Alex is, tw- is fourth place, 22 and 33 record, th- 254.68 points. He's less than 10 points behind Chris. Could we see Alex sneak his way into the top three? Yeah, Alex has been in the top three since episode twelve. Longer than that, longer than that. I don't think he's. I don't think he's been in the top three at all. He's Alex the only- been, uh, if Alex hits the top three, I'm taking. I'm taking a permanent vacation for a while. <laughs> Adam, you know what? It don't be funny if Sam gets in first place. <laughs> that would be wild. Marcellus is in fifth place, thirty-one twenty-four record, two hundred forty-four point eight five points. Sam, you're in last place. 26 and 29 record. 205.20 points. Adam, I'm in VIP. Sam is at the bottom of the club. It's okay. Sam's trying to get in VIP. Me and you are in VIP popping bottles. Sam is already at the bottom of the food chain trying to get up to the main club. That's where he is. Can I start my bet now? Because I have Uh, um, an interesting bet. uh, You want to go first, Sam? Go ahead. So I'm going to do a parlay, obviously. What a shocker, as usual. What? Yeah, I know. What a shocker. So, I'm going to have a really easy one. I'm going to have the Charlotte Hornets over the Rockets. That's my first. That's that's obvious. And then for my second, my second one, that's going to be a Sunday game. It is the Lakers over the Pistons. Gotcha. There's a reason why I'm saying mine's interesting because if I win this parlay, I could potentially get into third or second place. Okay, who's your first bet again? I'm my sorry. first bet, my first bet's the Hornets. Over who? The Rockets. Okay. How would you get into first and third and second place? You'll you'll see. Then there's the Lakers. I chose the Lakers over the Pistons. Yeah. Two very safe bets, right? Okay. Give me the Pelicans over the Jazz. Oh, Sam, you a fool. If I win that bet, y'all fucked. <laughs> That's going to be a very, very interesting game. So, yeah, If Sam was able to take eight bets in a row, he would probably uh, would have done it. <laughs> all right. Just for, just for the record, we do have both Marcellus's and Chris's bet. Marcellus is taking the horns on the spread, and Chris is freaking Kansas. A college basketball on the money line. Just quick question, Adam, because I'm taking money line for all of them. Yep. Because money line would be best for all of them, correct? Yep. Um, just for the Jazz Pelicans game alone, that's like what, forty points, fifty points. I'm pretty sure I'll have to do the calculations, but it's it's up there. It's good. It's probably gonna be up there in all likelihood. Yeah. So if I win, if I win my bet, you're fucked. <laughs> Oh man, Sam's trying again. All right, I'll, I'll go next, guys. A wise man once said 
the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, so that means you give into the insanity and do it. So the, my last three bets I've lost, I've chosen up Arlai and all three of them. So choose and guess what? And, pussy. and guess what? I think I looked this up. I have not won up Arlai once on um, my uh, on this on this podcast. I have not won a single parlay. Adam, you're not good with parlays. So stick to your bets. Stick to your right. But Adam, do another parlay. Do Adam, another ignore parlay. him. Adam, you will win this parlay. Guess and what, Sam? You will win this. Am parlay. I going to do another parlay? My answer is yes and no. Let me explain. I may be terrible at parlays. But it turns out I have a really good record with same game parlays. So here's what I'm going to do. The Jets are playing the Texans and they're getting two and a half on the spread. Okay. And I just said before about Zach Wilson. Like, need to have a big game. So I'm going to take a same game parlay. I got the New York Jets on the spread and I'll take Zach Wilson over 231.5 passing yards. I mean, that's I, not I, really... I, I mean, I, that's the two reasons. Number one, are they just going to lose every single game the rest of their way? I don't think so. This is one of, like, the only, like, quote-unquote winnable games they have up on the schedule. So, I, I like the Jets to finally, like, um get get a win here. The Texans, I mean, they are what yeah, they are. But, They're a terrible but even team. With your, even with your Zach Wilson thing, that's only going to be, like, like, what, 10, 15 points? What it, it was, if it I just did the calculations, if I win this bet, I add 26.91 points. Oh, wow! I'm choosing spread over my like because I want to be safe. It's kind of mm. a safe bet, even if I did take my light, I would add like what, like two or three more points. Not worth it. Um, just quick question How much was my parlay? Let, let me, I'll do the calculations for that right now. But in the meantime, Alex, go ahead. Do your bet. Okay, I'm going to do... Just so okay. you may need to text for me because I'm currently doing... Um... Sorry, got... Sam, we can't get the official calculations for you because as of right now, the Canes and Lakers game is still in progress and they don't release... Um, the, and they don't um, release... They're not going to release the Lakers spread until that is over, so... I'll, I'll get your official point totals like as soon as I can. So. All right. All right. I, I'm sorry, Alex. Go ahead. Brooklyn Nets. Oh, wait. Alex, I'm going to be doing a parlay again. All right. Parlay. So I'm assuming the Nets is your first one. Yes. And right. my line, right? Yes. And who's next? The Houston Rockets spread. Hmm. You like this Rockets to cover the spread against the Hornets. Oh, yes. so we're battling each other. All right. <laughs> Sam versus Alex. Do you guys want to put anything extra on this? No. Actually, this is okay. not- actually it's, it's a three-way battle because Marcellus picked the Hornets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I forgot to add that. Marcel's also picked the Hornets, so. And just a quick question, Adam. Yeah. Do you mind if you do um, 
Oh wait, you never mind. I was gonna say, what would happen if the Detroit if I chose the Detroit Pistons over the Lakers? What would happen if you did that? You might provoke Michael into um, doing um, a head to head with you. Do you I want to risk do a head to Because here's What's the, the thing: head? what bad did this buffoon paint? Do I want to do that? Because here's the thing: if the if the Detroit Pistons and the Pelicans win, and the Hornets win, I have two. Very bad teams winning against two very good teams. Exactly. Samuel Fool, Samuel Fool. Don't do it. No, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. Do I really want to do two bad teams? Because they already have one. Sam. You, you, you have, buddy. Don't do it. It's like, here's the thing. You only live once. And either way, it's not like I'm losing real money, right? Sam, you're already in last place already. Don't do it. A wise man once said, Mike, if you're going to lose, lose the worst way you possibly can. Oh, dear God. You've been hanging out with Adam too much. You've been saying stupid shit. That's what you've been hanging out with Adam too much. If you're going to lose, lose the like, Be the absolute worst way to lose. So, you know what? Switch it. I'm going to choose the oh, Pacers and the Lakers. Oh. What? So, so Mike, Mike, like are you... All right, Michael, last up. Are Michael, you going to take gonna the bait? Are you going to go head to head with Sam once again? Gonna are you going to take the bait? The floor is yours. I'll think about it. But for my first bet, I'm going to do my, my favorite college football rivalry. Ohio State versus Michigan. I'm gonna go with Michigan. I'm gonna go with yo, Alex. You know about college football better than I do. Alex, who's the better team this year? I would have to say the Buckeyes. What's the what's what's is Michigan top twenty five or not really? Michigan's really good this year. Are they good this year, Alex? They're like what? They're like fifth right now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I am checking right now, and they all ranked one second. Um, six. And what's Ohio State? I'll say, um, I'll state ranks rank second here on ESPN. They have a fifth. They have a fifth. You know what? I'm gonna go with an upset. I'm gonna go with Michigan over Ohio State on the upset. My line, Mike. Money line. And Mike, I know you got no balls to verse me in my Pelicans and Pistons game. You got no balls. I'll go. Right. You, won't choose a, you, you won't choose a Jazz, and you won't. Then I know you definitely won't be choosing your Lakers. You know oh, you're oh, oh since I got games. no balls, apparently. Uh, Sam, I accept. Hit me, baby, one more time, you son of a bitch. I accept your challenge because my balls are extra grande. Bigger than your whole damn All right, body. so you're taking the Lakers? Absolutely. All right. Are you also taking um the Jazz? Wait, wh- I ain't team? taking the Jazz. I ain't stupid now. No one takes the Jazz. No one picks the Okay, male okay. Male. So you're just taking the Lakers. No one picks the Jazz on 2K. Come on now. All right, so you're just taking the Lakers. Got it. Yeah. And I'm also going to pick um, Rockets. Ohio State next week. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm not. I, I don't 
I don't think you'll be able to do it. Yes, they they all have to be like kind of recess free to do the parlay calculations. Now you do any all three sports? Is it, I'm doing a three game three wait, game. Wait, wait, where's the Where's that game you mentioned? The Ohio State basketball game. Next, next Thursday, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, that's probably gonna be too far off. All right. If it I'm was just for Georgia. a standalone bet, I would accept it. But if it was back then, I'm gonna do it, Georgia versus a... Georgia Tech. I'm doing Georgia versus Georgia Tech, Georgia on the on the spread. College football. Yeah. No way, Georgia's losing. All right, Georgia on the spread, right? Yeah. Gotcha. All right, guys, it's all for our bet. Has Sam even been a bet since he's been on the show? Yeah. All right, guys, before we close out the show, we just want to say we hope all our listeners and all of you have very wonderful Thanksgiving. To all the fat people, we ate our our food. We got our grind. For those of you who don't know, I'm going to do it. My Thanksgiving 2021 in a nutshell parade, turkey, um, potatoes, corn muffins, video games, all that stuff. You know what we do in my family for Thanksgiving? Go ahead. Watch the Teenage Players Hackensack oh, football, football game. Oh, football, too. Almost forgot. Hackensack football game. We watched that in my town. Oh, nice. My cousin played. My cousin played. Teenek lost sadly. Oh. Uh, and then, and then I watched the pray. Then I watched my favorite Thanksgiving movie, March of the Wooden Soldiers. I never saw that. It's an old nineteen thirties movie. And then we eat the cook the food in my family, and I'm my mom's taste tester. I could tell the food goes bad or good. And then you know, and then me and my family play a touch football game between my mom's side of the family versus my dad's side of the family yeah, every awesome. year. And my dad's side of the family always wins because we have me. And we eat too much food. And then I go into a food coma. And then we 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 drank. <laughs> we drank. We drank. Okay. We drank in my family. We drank. Right. And we smoked some conch. All right. On that my note. But, all right. Sam, really quickly, how was your Thanksgiving in a nutshell? I'm Ooh. drunk. <laughs> Sam can't handle the licky lick. He can't handle Alex, the worst of my cousin. Sam can't handle the drinky drink. Okay, Alex. Oh, no. Alex, Alex, Alex how about you? How was your Thanksgiving? I, uh, it was very good. You don't want to give any other details? I had a shitload of food. <laughs> By the way, a little um, we don't have enough people to do it, but uh, but in our future episodes, I want to hit towards a new set. We do have enough time to do it this episode, but. From now on, like, since this is the holiday season, little hint towards the future. For all holiday episodes, at the end of every single episode, I'm going to do a favorite holiday segment. That's all I'm Oh, dear. Say. Oh, dear God, Adam. You are fucking up our show with this holiday crap. <laughs> you don't like, like it, screws. too bad. Don't like it, too um, bad. I got in the show right here. Ebony Screws. I got Ebony That's it. In episode 56 of the Get Game Podcast, yours truly, Adam Grisani, Maya Cuddyan, and Sam Morales. If you like what you heard, leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you want to join the conversation, have a comment or review, or you may be drinking and be jumps or grammar. Don't see what juice just sassy. If you can match a world, believe in it and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay lit. Camera out.